0: Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is David Opposing the Matrix, and I am doing an unusual thing. Um, I am doing a show on a Wednesday. I usually don't do shows on Wednesdays because I work on Thursdays and I like to rest on Wednesdays. But the subject matter that I'd like to present today is so important that I think that if I were to wait, it might since the vaccine is coming out, it might actually uh, cause people harm if I don't do this. Okay. Um, I have experienced today a lot of interruptions um, in getting prepared to do this. I I woke up unusually tired, so I I slept almost all morning. But um, somebody had uh, sent me, somebody from a dear friend of mine that I I have um, connections with at work sent me a video. And um, in that video, uh, there's an actual uh, box that uh, the uh, COVID-19 vaccine had come in, and I think it was from. Um, oh, I don't know. You'll you'll hear it when you hear it on the uh, on the soundtrack, but. Um, ah, I can't remember. I can't remember the name because there's so many companies making mRNA and and are. Uh, or uh, m and rDNA dna uh, vaccines that um, I know it's not Moderna. I know it's not Pfizer, Lilly. Um, anyway, well, we'll see. But um, anyway, it went on to talk about what's inside the vaccine. And uh, whoever put this video together, they said, you better download this video before it disappears. Well, of course I it must have lasted on uh YouTube for maybe ten minutes before it was gone. Um and I found it on band video of all places. Um you can find a lot of things on band video. Band dot video. That's all you gotta type into your uh your URL uh, finder on top of your uh browser. And you'll be able to find a lot of things that YouTube has taken off. Uh, however, bad video is a lot of people that put it on there. Wonderful resource. Wonderful, wonderful resource. It's also on Rumble, too. But uh, trying to um, download a video from Rumble is, is damn near impossible. For, pardon my French. Um, you know, folks, I... And I think I speak for just about everybody my age, and and you know, you younger people will realize this as you get older. Um, you inherit things from your your ancestors. Um, and I've inherited just about every bad trait <laughs> physically that my ancestors had. You know, I got a bad stomach, I got bad knees, I got a bad lower back. Um, you know, all things that my dad suffered from, my grandfather suffered from, and I'm just talking about on his side. Okay. Um, my eyes were um were all messed up. Uh okay. Uh my eyes were all messed up and I um, you know, I came from my dad. You know, I, I was had a very bad uh nearsightedness, which I got corrected. Um, I had a lazy eye that came from him. I, I got corrected. Um, it's just, you name it. Uh You name it, especially when it comes to the digestive system. But anyway, we won't go into that too much because that's icky stuff to talk about. But um, yesterday I did say icky, okay? I got grandkids, so you got to kind of um, find alternatives to uh the adult things that you would say. And uh, sometimes they stick, and maybe that's a good thing. But anyway, um, this vaccine that's coming out has me very, very concerned. Um, concerned so much that I, I really doubt that I'm going to take it if it's if it's mandated that I take it at work. Um, I will I will deny I will deny it, and I will not take it. Um, for the reasons that we'll talk about, and um, I've downloaded some uh, audio clips. I, I downloaded the videos actually too, but uh, you know you can't watch videos on the radio, duh, right? So uh, I got the um, the program that I have allows you to to download the MP3 section of the uh, video, which is really cool. And um, I've got a video or an audio, excuse me, of Bill Gates as he briefs the CIA on vaccines. And it's a vaccine to destroy the religious center of your brain, of all things. Now, let me say that there have been uh, numerous attempts to discredit this video. But looking at the people that are doing the discrediting makes me all the more think that it's a credible video, if you know what I mean. Uh, fact checkers are nothing but liars that get paid for lying. Uh, I did find one time in my whole time of checking Snopes for things, because I do check Snopes, just to see what they have to say. <laughs> Most of the time it makes me laugh because it's so stupid. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, I... If these people are coming out with these things, they're coming out with it for a reason. And I believe a lot of them are paid to uh, to discredit things like uh, this this audio that you're going to listen to. It sounds like Bill Gates' voice. It looks like Bill Gates in the video. And he's talking to a group of people about how to destroy the religious center of the mind of religious fanatics. That's me. And probably a lot of you, too. Right? Uh, and if you're not now, maybe you will be one day. So... And then, uh, there's another video that I, I got the audio from and that's the one that has the, uh, the, actually the box that the, uh, the vaccine came in and it tells you what's in it and then they do a little investigatory work to find out exactly what some of the meanings are. Okay, that, which is real interesting. And then there's another, um videos, audio that I downloaded by Dr. Carrie, uh, Madej. I guess that's how you would say it. M-A-D-E-J. It's about the COVID-19 vaccine where she talks about it actually turns you into a chimera or a chimera, however you say that. So anyway, uh, we're going to get a lot of interesting facts today. And uh, and I think that uh, a lot of us are, are going to decide after listening to this, if you haven't decided already, that this vaccine is uh, a big player. Now, there are some that have said that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I don't believe that. The mark of the beast is going to be something that's voluntary, not forced. OK, yes, I know they're saying that you won't be able to shop. You won't be able to do this. You won't be able to do that. Uh, talking to some friends in Israel, um, the vaccine is going to be forced on everyone in Israel. OK. Um, and if you don't take it, you uh, you will not be able to travel out of the country because they will not give you clearance on your uh, passport. Uh, there is a caveat to that. If you're a dual citizen, you just use your other track, your other passport. Anyway, um, so I have my my friends over there are very concerned about this because they, they like to visit relatives here in, in the states from time to time. They have a very large family um, and they will not vaccinate their kids with this. Um, so. Uh, here in the States they're saying, you're even saying now that if you don't take it uh, and if Biden gets in, you know, kiss your took his goodbye because, um, he's going to mandate mass. He's going to mandate this vaccine and everything else. And, um, there are ways to get around it that I'm not at liberty to talk about right now. And I probably never will. Um, but you know, I pray that the Lord will show you how to do that. Um, so, um, one of the ways, well, I'll share one of the ways, um, it is said that the uh, the, the uh, transmitter that would be in the vaccine, because, you know, if they have a vial, especially if it's a multi-dose vial, you know, how are they going to put? Uh, I think there's five doses in a vial. How are they going to put five transmitters in there? And how's the a, how's a syringe going to pick up the vaccines uh, or the um, the transmitter each time? You know, you're going to see some idiot there with their syringe trying to pick up this little transmitter out of there to put it into the needle and stuff like that. Um, and first of all, and, and second of all, will it be big enough for you even see to do that? So I doubt that it's in the vaccine itself. Um, and that was confirmed the other day when they said that it's going to be inside the syringe that delivers the vaccine. Um, a simple way to get around that is to um, find a friend, a nurse, or something like that that can get a hold of uh, the uh, the typical uh, syringe that that they give vaccines with, and it's usually a, a three or a five cc syringe with a probably a. Um, 22 gauge needle or something like that, or maybe 25 depending on, and and the length would would matter too, because if you're obese, you want longer syringe because they, they do a deep muscle. But, um, so you'd want a two inch syringe. If you were, uh, non obese, you would use a one and a half inch syringe. That way you're not, you know, jamming it into the bone when you're putting it in a person's arm. But anyway, so you, you find a friend that, um, a nurse probably or maybe even a doctor friend that will give you a syringe and you take it in and you say, no, I don't want to use the syringe that they supplied. I want you to use this one. How are they going to deny that, right? They can't. And they can't ship it in syringes either. It's clear they're shipping it in, do- in vials, either single dose or multi-dose vials. Okay. So um, that's one way around it, that if it does have a tracking device in it, you won't have to have that put in your arm. OK, so there I gave you one of the secrets. Um, OK, so. Uh, this vaccine is is wicked. It is. It's one of the uh, the flu vaccine is pretty damn wicked. OK, pardon my French again. Um, and uh, the flu vaccine usually makes me sick. Uh, second of all, it usually doesn't cover the flu that's going around. They always kind of, I don't know how they figure it out. They must have like a lottery where people pick, slips out of a hat or something and go, oh, yeah, it's going to be H1N1 this year, or it's going to be H1N2 or H2N4, you know, or whatever. And then uh, the the top two that get picked, you know, if they... They have numerous people picking or the ones that they they make a vaccine for. And it's never, hardly ever the one that's going around. And like I said, it usually makes you sick and it's got uh, a derivative of mercury in it, which you don't want in your body. OK, you don't want heavy metals in your body, especially mercury. My goodness. And if you have aluminum in your body, if you saw what mercury and aluminum do together uh, and you have more gains uh, disease, you might get that investigated that that's a, a reaction for or from those two things being in your body um, anyway plus mercury going into your bloodstream stream i do believe it crosses the blood uh, brain barrier and lodges in your brain as does aluminum aluminum is suspected of being a, one of the main causes of alzheimer's disease and um i i always question whether schizophrenics have a lot of aluminum in their brains too because what a better way to make an antenna so that they could they could um broadcast so these people are actually hearing voices in their head right um i think a lot of schizophrenia a lot of a lot of christians attribute schizophrenia to demon possession and that might be true in some cases all right but i think a lot of it has to do with um um uh, you know the aluminum and stuff and being in the brain and you're and them using it as an antenna so that they can transmit. Uh, especially nowadays, you know, their schizophrenia has been around for for millennia. But um, nowadays, I think that they can actually make people that way. And and smoking marijuana is another way to, uh, if you want to become schizophrenic, smoke a lot of marijuana because that's the way to do it. Now I said that rhetorically, okay. <laughs> Uh, don't smoke marijuana. It's stupid. Okay. I mean, if you're smoking it for medical reasons and it's helping you, then maybe not. Maybe it's not stupid. But if you're doing it recreationally, you're turning yourself into a moron. Okay. And if you don't like that, well, then don't listen to this radio show anymore. Go away. Because I don't need morons listening to this radio show. I need people that can think for themselves. Um. Uh, and you need to be able to think for yourself, too, because nowadays, uh, if you expect the government to do thinking for you, if you expect the Anthony Fauci's in this world and the... Um and all the other idiots that are running around, all the the uh, news sources that are running around trying to tell you how to live your life and what's good for you and what's bad for you. That's the best part about being an American. We can decide for ourselves, or at least until recently, we can decide for ourselves what's right and what's wrong, what we want to do and what we don't want to do. And I'm going to fight with every breath that I have in order to be able to maintain that in this country. And if you voted for Biden, well, you just you're a traitor, And you just um, you uh, you condemned you and your your family and the rest of us to something that's uh, not going to be very pretty if he's allowed to become president. And we don't know about that. The jury's still out on that. And hopefully all these court cases and everything will work out to where Trump gets another four years and is able to prosecute these people and um make them go away forever um anyway um so yes we're talking about the, the vaccine and um um a few years ago now i can't get the pro, i can't get the uh, package insert nor can i get the box because the the vaccine is so new it's not it's not out in um Enough to where I could get, lay my hands on that material. There's nothing more annoying than having a computer next to you that's giving you messages and making noises. So if you've heard that, I'm sorry. Um, uh, we do the best to try to make this a noise-free radio show. Uh, sometimes it doesn't always work. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, it worked really well because I hit the mute button and for an hour there was a lot of, there was no noise, so. Anyway, uh, throw a little levity into this. Why don't we? Um, but anyway, I, uh, when they were giving the flu vaccine out, I didn't take it. But I asked the nurse that was giving it where I work, um, can I have the product insert? And she says, oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. <laughs> she didn't know what I was going to do with it. Well, I read the product insert and I read the ingredients. And, and of course, it said thimerosal in there. Thimerizal is a derivative of mercury. It even says it right in there. Um, and, um, there was, there was some, um, dubious things in that, in that product insert because they said that they put the thimer, the thimerosal is supposed to be a preservative so that it lasts longer, um, that maybe the vaccine could get a little warmer than it should and not be affected by it. Things won't grow in it that they'll be putting in your body. <laughs> Isn't that a laugh? They're already poisoning you and they're worried about, putting other stuff in your body. Anyway, um, I was looking at it and, um, and it said that they now think about, think about this, would you please? Okay. So you're making up, let's just say, um, uh, this is all hypothetical. Okay. But let's just say you're making up 20 gallons of vaccine. Okay. That's a lot of vaccine. Um, And, you know that some of it is going to go into single-dose vials, which you really don't need to put a preservative into because you use the vial once and you throw it out. But there are things called multi-dose vials. That, and in a multi-dose vial, you might have 5, 10, 15, 20 um, doses in there. You know, you can use the same vial for 20 different people, different syringes, of course. Um, and they so you put a preservative in there because, you know, that bottle might not last the whole day. You might stuff it in the refrigerator and use it again the next day, um, so on and so forth. So in the package insert for the flu vaccine, it said um, that they put the thimerosal in originally, and then they take it out when they are filling the single-dose vials. Well, isn't that kind of stupid? You know, isn't that moronish, don't you think? Don't you think that's a lie, maybe, that they put in a package insert? Why would you put it in and then have to take it out? That's an extra process. First, no. The, the, the smart thing would be to make the product, right? Fill the single-dose vials, and then any multi-dose vials you fill. Okay, then you add the thimerosal to that. Now, you shouldn't add the thimerosal to anything because it's mercury, and it gets in your body, and it screws you up, Okay. Heavy metals in your body screw you up. Um, a little story you might not know. Um, my parents got married in 1955. My mother had graduated that year, and they decided to get married. And um, You know, I don't know how much my father wanted children, but my mother wanted children. That was the thing to do back then. You got married, and you had three or four kids. <laughs> Some people took, took it in excess. Um, a wonderful family that I knew across the street had about I think about seven or eight kids. I uh, love them all dearly. And one of them's still my best friend. He's a friend on Facebook. Name's George. And uh, we grew up together and, and we're still besties. It's really great. And um I always pray and hope for the best for, for George and his family. Um, matter of fact I um his sister he had a sister, uh her name was Melanie. And uh, we kind of really hit it off. We were about the same age. I think she might have been just a little older than me by six months or something like that. And we had talked when we were kids, you know, when you're um, five or six years old, you know, you become infatuated sometimes with um, people from the opposite sex. And um, we had talked and that, you know, we had kind of agreed that when we got older, we were going to get married. Okay. <laughs> Things that kids do, you know, and, um, well, anyway, I was, you know, she developed leukemia and passed away, and that just broke my heart because I don't know what, you know, things would have been much different. I'm happy with the way, with the way my life is right now. The Lord has really blessed me, and maybe things would have been worse off if that would have happened. But um, anyway, uh where am I going with this? So, oh, so anyway, so yeah, the parents, they got married and they wanted kids. Well, my mother and father are having a hard time, Okay. And they they came to a lot. And nowadays the women the woman is always the culprit, you know, when they when they do these things. It's always the woman's fault that you can't have kids. Well, that's that's a bunch of bovine scatology because a lot of times it's the guy. Um, uh, to use uh he doesn't have enough fish to swim upstream or something like that. Um, uh, try to be nice about it. <laughs> I'm saying words like sperm and spermazoa and stuff like that. But anyway, um, which I just said, but it's um, found out that my dad had, um, he was a plumber by trade, and had been working with lead for many years. Lead is a heavy metal. And that lead had gotten into his body and basically he had lead poisoning. So the doctor would give him shots of something and that those shots would help to leach the lead out of his blood and his cells and, and after a while uh, things developed better and, um my parents were able to, my mother could see that she had me. Okay? And my dad always used to brag because he was a little guy about five foot six and I grew up to be about six foot tall and he would always say, there must have been something in those shots, there must have been something in those shots, you know? So anyway, Um, maybe he was right. I don't know. Um, but, uh, so anyway, uh, heavy metal is not a good thing in your body, whether it's lead, barium, cadmium, uh, zinc, anything, you know, our bodies need a little bit of everything. You need a little bit of copper. It, it, it helps your, your body to process things. You need a little bit of zinc. You need a little bit of this and that, um. You know, we're, we're creatures of the earth. The Lord made us from the dust of the earth. So when he made us, we had those chemicals in us already, or those metals, I should say. And, uh, but too much of anything is not good for you. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, I, I read the package insert and, and I was, we were talking about how stupid it was that they made it the way they, they said they made it and, um, and then they went into this this little uh, – there's a whole paragraph about how mercury's not dangerous for you um, and things like that. And it was a whole bunch of um, stupidity, actually, because um, they probably knew that somebody like me was going to get my hands on it or somebody that didn't think was going to get their hands on it, and they would believe that garbage. Um, but I, I, I know that you don't add things and then remove them. It would be like uh, – it would be like making spaghetti. And, you know, some people like spaghetti without sauce. You know, they'll just like it with a little bit of butter and some garlic, you know. So it would be like making spaghetti, adding the sauce, and then saying, oh, no, that batch over there doesn't need any sauce. I'm going to take the sauce out of it. And and then washing the spaghetti to get the sauce. Well, first of all, you're not going to get all the sauce out of it, okay. it's You're going to have red spaghetti no matter what way you look at it because the spaghetti absorbs the, at least the pigmentation of the sauce, right, right? And, um, and second of all, um, you know, it would have been a lot smarter just to put a, a plate aside with some spaghetti and butter and garlic on it and then make everybody else's with the sauce. And if I can figure that out and you can figure that out, I know there's a lot of ladies out there and guys that like to cook. You know, that's how you do it, right? So these brainy, they expect us to believe that these brainiacs, these scientists, these these guys that have degrees that you and I would you know, classes they had to take that you and I would never be able to understand. Um, that, you know, that there's they're so stupid that they add this stuff and then they take it out. No, that doesn't make any sense to me, sorry. Uh you gotta be a moron to do something like that. And if you're listening to this and, and you're a scientist and you did that, you're a moron. I'm sorry, it's all there is to it. Um, so anyway, I read the package insert and I did a radio show warning people of it and I'm surprised it never got taken down. Uh, I did another one about um, COVID-19 and the 5G connection and it was up for like two days. And then I got a letter from YouTube saying they were taking it down because it was dangerous. It might cause someone to go out and harm somebody else. And you know who that somebody else was, right? Bill Gates. Um, Bill Gates is a schmuck. He is he is a snake. He's probably a reptilian. Um, I know that that kind of disqualifies me from from uh, maybe a few of you believing in anything else that I have to say up, up to that point. and uh, And dismissing everything I had to say up to that point because you don't believe in that stuff. But um, but there are people on this earth that are born wicked. They're born to perdition. And it, there is, there are two seeds. I'm sorry, it says it right in Genesis. Um, there's the seed of the woman and the seed of the, of Satan. Okay. Well, people say, well, the seed of the woman was actually the the line that led up to Jesus. No, the seed of the woman was every every human being. Okay. Jesus happened, or Yeshua happened to be the uh, the ultimate result of that of that seed, um, and the um, the purpose of saving the seed of the woman. But no, the seed of the woman is everybody. And it's funny that um, when um, the devil uh, or Satan, or somebody argues that it was Lucifer at the time, um, when he um, had a sentence pronounced against him, that he was told that he would crawl on his belly. So everybody, oh, well, he's a snake. Well, not necessarily, uh, because the word... um, which is the the Hebrew word for the serpent uh, means a bright shining creature. Okay. It doesn't mean a snake necessarily. Um, So I think a lot of people get that mixed up with the snake that was hung on the cross when when the Israelites were getting bitten. And if they looked at it, then they were healed. But anyway, um, so um, one of the parts of that curse is that you will, Crawl on your belly and that you will eat dust the rest of your days. <sighs> I'm telling you, these I'm trying to work here and, and I'm getting all these notifications of emails and stuff like that. I gotta have a computer that's totally dedicated just to this, and I think I'm gonna go out and buy one just to do this because it's just this is getting ridiculous, anyway. Um, now. He was going to eat dust the rest of his days. Now, who's made out of dust? Who's made out of clay? Human beings, right? God created Adam from the dust of the earth. So what does that mean to you? Well, maybe, maybe, just maybe um, the fallen angels and the demons uh, or let's say the Nephilim. Well, we know the Nephilim consumed mankind because it says that in first Enoch. That when the resources of mankind had been used up, they started to consume mankind himself. And you hear about all these abductees being taken to underground bases or wherever they're taken, and they see bats of human body parts. And I think there was even a guy named. Um, hold on a second. Um, I got his name here. Um, of course, I don't have it right here, right? Bill somebody. Uh, oh, Phil. Phil Schneider. Uh, Phil Schneider was a, a builder, an architect, um, and um, an engineer that uh, helped to create some of the underground bases, and uh, tells a story about when he um, had, uh, they were they were trying to build an underground base, and somehow they bored into another underground base that was already there they didn't know about, and, have, and that there were actual what we call aliens, but were actually fallen angels. And, uh, there was a firefight that was engaged and, um, uh, you know, he, uh, lost some fingers, I think, because he shows his hand and it looks like they were burned right off. It's really weird, but, um, and he said that in that cave, uh, there were actually vats of human body parts. So these things happen, they just happen to eat humans. That's all there is to it. What can I say? Um, I'm not going to try to candy coat it. Okay. Um, if you ever get a chance to listen to um, Phil Schneider, he's got a few videos out there. He he was killed um, not long after he exposed all this stuff, um, as have other people been. And uh, and uh, I will always respect this man. Um, and I know I'll meet him in heaven someday. And um, he was a warrior and uh, and a really good man. And um, anyway, so. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm sorry. So these things like to eat people and uh, Satan was told that he would eat the dust of the earth. And, um, you know, I mean, how much more do you need <laughs> much more evidence? Unless, you know, don't, you don't believe in Scripture and stuff like that. Well, then if, you, if that's the case, you don't. you've got bigger problems than uh, worrying about what uh, fallen angels eat. Um, anyway, so the purpose of um satan all along has been to eliminate mankind Uh, a lot of people will say no it was to eliminate the messianic line Um, and and that's pronounced in the in the uh, the curse and uh, the uh, the proclamation of war that that yahweh actually gave out you know about the seeds and um, but no he's he's he, he hates humankind because humankind was was created in god's image and uh, if you read one of the apocryphal books, it says that uh, one of his sins was he he refused to acknowledge that, that humans were superior. And uh, although we're not right now because we fell in the uh, because of Adam and Eve sinning. Um, but at one time, I think we were superior to the uh, to the angels and um, and we will be again. So that's something to think about and look forward to. But um, I'm getting way off track here. So um somebody had asked me the other day, I think it was Ralph Emerson, you know, we were at, we had a radio show last Monday and he says, Well what does it say on the Georgia guidestones? Well, what it says on the Georgia guide stones, the first commandment, it it's considered the ten commandments for the new age. Okay. Um and if if I could have time real quick, oh I don't know. I have so many windows open here right now. I But uh, the first I I do know the first commandment of uh, the New Age, and it's to reduce the population of Earth to 500 million people so that humankind can coexist with nature with with, in harmony with nature. Well, how many people live on the Earth right now? I think it's close to seven and a half billion. So what people like Bill Gates and other elites would like to do is to reduce the population of mankind. By about seven billion people. Well, we know by Scripture that a lot of people are going to die, but I don't know how they're going to die. Um, uh, it does say in Revelation that how they are, how some of them are. Uh, it talks about a third of mankind, and then later on it talks about something else happening, and another third. Well, actually, it's that third is of the third. That's the two thirds that's remaining. So it's actually, you know, it's actually not a, a third of the number that you had in the beginning. Uh, mathematically speaking. So um, anyway, uh, so Bill Gates, we know, is an ardent uh, re- re- religion hater. He hates uh, religious people. Um, that's why he, uh, if you post anything that's uh, remotely uh, politically religious, so to speak, uh, like if you talk about the Declaration of Independence, saying that all men are created equal by God, or uh, read parts of the Constitution, or goodness sakes, you try to you try to bolster Trump a little bit on um, any kind of uh, social medium. You know him and his little cohorts like uh, Jack Dorsey and uh, the little uh, pencil neck that runs uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, you, uh, you get eliminated <laughs> from Facebook anyway, from electronic media. And, uh, that's the first step. So, uh, anyway, they're, they're trying to, or in an effort to reduce. And, they, and they, these are all under the guise of a couple of different plans or agendas. One was agenda 2021, which looks like isn't going to happen because Trump came into office and Trump kind of interrupted that not even kind of definitely interrupted their plans to take over the United States because once the United States is gone, everything's, you know, there's no, nothing to stop them. Um, And that's their George Soros has come right out and said that he's out to destroy the United States of America. Okay. Um, And so uh, anyway, they, they want to um, reduce the population of the world to 500 million And, and their plan to do it is by, you know, like chemtrails would be one way, you know, a lot of people don't believe in those, but you know what <laughs> um they're real, and even Obama said they're real um, but uh, so you got those and and who knows what that's doing to the human by you know the human um genome because if that's releasing all the metals and everything and if it's releasing um uh, biologicals into the atmosphere so that it's causing us to be sick and to weaken our immune system so that something like covid can take a lot of people out then um you know uh, you just gotta i know it's it's hard for a lot of you because you think every everything is uh honky dory and that um uh, people are basically good um I got news for you yes there are a lot of people that are basically good, but there are an awful lot of people that are evil that are pretending to be good. And your job is to have the discernment to figure that out. And you don't have discernment unless you have the Holy Spirit in your heart and in your life to tell you who's right and who's not right. <laughs> OK, uh, we were talking the other day, about we didn't understand how uh, people could do it. Without God in their lives, how they're able to put up with uh, this COVID thing that's going on, being locked in your house for so many days, and and uh, if you own a business, your business being basically destroyed by people like our our wonderful governess, who um, I hope is going to meet a lot of opposition here really soon. Um, but um, you know, there's people like like her that are taking this as a as a, uh, a sign that uh, they can run free willy-nilly uh, over the uh, the rights of uh, Oregonians, and and you got Newsom down in California doing the same thing, and what is his name? Ingersoll or something? I can't even Ingalls or up in uh, Washington State doing the same thing. The whole West Coast is um, is really bad right now when it comes to leadership or the lack thereof. But um, <clears throat> anyway, um, so. Uh, Usually I can remember my mother telling me when polio was, was really bad when she was a child and, and a young woman that, um, if anybody came down with a the disease, they quarantine that person and possibly their family. She said there would be signs on the door, you know, quarantine signs, you know, do not enter quarantine. And then when the disease had run its course, it, um, infection had run its course, whatever. Um, and the quarantine was lifted, and usually it, it meant that the person that actually had the polio was maimed in some way if they didn't die from it. Uh, you had people like Franklin Roosevelt. You know, he couldn't walk after he had polio. Um, I worked with a woman. Her name was Helen. What a dear soul she was, or maybe still is. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to ascribe her as being not here. Um but, uh, you know, she had to wear a leg brace because she had polio when she was younger. And, you know, she's got off, I guess, maybe a little luckier or more blessed than um, than other people did. Some people just plain out died from it. So it was a real um, epidemic that went around with polio. And many people caught it. And we're not talking about just for a year or two. We're talking about decades where people caught polio. Um, so... Um, so usually they used to quarantine the the people that were sick. And this is the first time I think in history that they've ever quarantined the people that aren't sick so that uh, you don't go out and get sick. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's kind of bass backwards, just like the, uh, the whole um, putting the preservative in the flu vaccine, you know, um, this whole society, everything, everybody's doing things bass backwards or ass backwards. If you want to, you know, they, you know, they're and they're doing it for political reasons, of course. You know, um, they're seeing how far that they can push people before people will rebel. And I'm telling you, if uh, uh, we have this crazy governor here that told us that we needed to just only have six people at Thanksgiving. And I can't tell you that I know anybody that obeyed that rule. And I doubt that anybody's going to obey if it goes on to Christmas and, and stuff like that. She's, um, she, she no, I don't know. She's just an idiot. Um, and and hopefully, just hopefully, maybe the people that voted her into office will recognize it too. And uh, Portland and Eugene are are the main culprits for that. But um, anyway, so let's get back to this because we've already been on for 40 minutes And I want to play these video or these audio clips for you. Okay. And, um, so after you hear these audio clips, you're going to realize that, um, this, you're basically, if you take this vaccine, you're a lab rat (laughs) because it hasn't gone through animal testing. It's going right to humans. You're going to realize that, um, that it could, and probably will change your DNA somehow. Um, you're going to realize that, um, they don't know what's going to happen, and they're trying to get computers to figure out how to take care of that problem when people start coming down with different kinds of illnesses or dying from taking this vaccine. And um, they're going to, uh, you're going to learn that uh, this is actually going to change human beings in this in the chimeras or chimeras Um you're not going to be totally human being after you take this vaccine. And, uh, you know, you always wonder about people, you know, that already, you know, it's, and they act weird. They totally, are they human? Um, and I'm talking to, you know, just joking around there, you know, just the way some people act. You wonder if, um, they're serpent seed or if they're, um, they're actually a hundred percent human because there's some things that people do that, um, that are so questionable that you got to wonder, you know, and then, you know, you, you read about the satanic bloodlines and everything else. And, um, you realize that there are people on this earth. And and even Ephesians six says it, uh, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, um, against rulers, uh, against, um, powers, uh, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places and, and such like that. So, um, firmly, I believe that a lot that some of these people are uh, are modern day Nephilim, and they're uh, they're pulling off their uh, their their job pretty well to uh, try to eliminate mankind. But um, so I'm going to start off with um, let's listen to what Bill Gates was when he was briefing the CIA, and this was back in the 1990s, I do believe, and um, he was he was trying to convince them that the the development of a vaccine that could destroy the area of the brain that uh, leads to, to um, religious fanaticism uh, would be a good idea. Okay. And there are some that are purporting that that's what this vaccine does, but uh, you know, the proof is going to be in the pudding, but you know what? I'm not going to be in the pudding recipe (laughs) speak. So, Anyway, let's listen to what old uh, Bill Gates has to say to the CIA. And then we'll talk about that a little bit. And then we'll look at uh, the lady that actually has the box that the uh, the vaccine came in and what she found out. And then we'll finally we'll follow that up with Dr. Carrie uh, M- Madej or Madej, Um What she says, too, seems to come to the conclusion that uh, it's going to change you into something that. Um, God did not make you into. So, anyway, uh, here's uh, the one with Bill Gates. Excuse
1: me, on the left over here we have individuals who are religious fundamentalists, religious fanatics, and this is the expression RT-PCR, real-time PCR PCR, uh, expression of the VMAT2 gene. Over here we have individuals, so so, so let me complete. So over here We have uh, individuals who are not particularly uh, fundamentalists, not particularly religious, and you can see there's a a much reduced uh, expression of of this particular gene, the the VMAT2 uh, gene. Uh, Another evidence that that supports our our hypothesis for the development of of this uh, approach. Uh, What
0: What you're suggesting here is that by spreading this virus, we're going to eliminate Individuals from donning on a bomb vest and going into a
2: market and blowing up the market. So,
1: our, our hypothesis is that these are fanatical people, uh, that they have overexpression of the VMAT2 gene, and that by vaccinating them against this, we'll eliminate this behavior. Uh, so, we have some, some very, very uh, remarkable data in this next slide. Uh, here we have two uh, brain scans, these are fMRIs. Uh, these are two different individuals with different levels of expression of VMAT2. Uh, on top uh, is an individual who's a religious fanatic and individual, and we've repeated this numerous times, that, that uh, has uh, high levels of VMAT2. Now um, this individual down here who had low levels of the VMAT2 gene, this individual would uh, self-describe as, as, as not particularly religious. In, in each case uh, these individuals were were read a religious text. Uh, this individual uh, light lit up um, the, the right middle frontal gyrus, uh, shown here. And uh, that's a part of the brain that's associated with theory of mind. Uh, it's a part of the brain that, that uh, has to do with intents and, and beliefs and, and desires. Uh, in contrast, in marked contrast, here's an individual who would uh, not particularly uh, self describe as, as religious. And when they're read a religious text, <clears throat> what you see is that this part of the brain called the anterior insula lights up. This is a part of the brain that's associated with, with disgust or displeasure on hearing something. Are uh, so you suggesting I take a CT scan with me when I'm uh, evaluating people to determine whether I put a <clears throat> bullet in their head? So so um, the the data that I'm presenting here uh, supports uh, the, the concept that, that we're proposing uh, and I think that uh, we would not propose to do uh, CT scans or fMRIs on, on individuals out in the hinterlands of, of Afghanistan. The virus would immunize against this VMAT2 gene and that would, would have the effect that you see here which is it's essentially to turn a fanatic into a, a, a normal person. And so, we think that will have major effects in the Middle East.
0: How would you suggest that this is going to be dispersed for us all?
1: Well, so, so the, the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used uh, uh, respiratory viruses uh, such as flu or, or uh, rhinoviruses and uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. Most of us of course have, have been exposed to both of those viruses and, and we're, we're quite confident that, that this will be a a, a very successful uh, approach.
0: This is fascinating. What's the name of this proposal?
1: Yeah so so the name of this project is FunVax which is the vaccine for religious fundamentalism.
3: And you have a proposal already?
1: The proposal uh, has just been submitted and I think that the data that I have shown you today would, would support uh, the the development of, of this project and we think it has great promise
0: okay so we got bill Bill Gates that's talking about making actually making a virus that'll attack the part of the brain that causes people to be religious in nature he calls it fundamentalist but you know what Um Nowadays if uh if you and even back then in two, in the 1990s if you were someone that read your bible a lot you were considered a religious fanatic and and um, and things like that and uh it's only after uh Islam uh, after well, 9/11 and Islam became a, a major issue in the United States in the war against terror that uh, they started labeling them as fundamentalist well here in the United States and, and well, all around the world, um, people that uh, think that the Bible is uh, the inspired word of God, that uh, there are no errors in Scripture, that that God means what he says and says what he means, have off, often been described as fundamentalists. We believe in the fundamentals of the faith. And I say we because I'm one of them, okay? I'm, I'm a Costal basically, is what I call myself. Um I believe in the tenets of Scripture, and that Scripture is inerrable, an and that it has not been edited, and that it um, it is the uh, the Word of God, the Word of Yahweh, and um, and that it's perfect, and it's perfect for everyday life and everything in everyday life, and uh, and so we've been known as fundamentalists for years, and then all of a sudden the uh, the Islamists come in and Um, start bombing things and killing people, and they're labeled as fundamentalists. Well, you know, so now when you think of a fundamentalist, you think of an Islamic terrorist, but um, the word originally was was meant to mean a person that believed in the Bible. So um, basically we're being uh, regular Christians that uh, have a relationship with Yahweh, uh, through Yeshua are considered fundamentalist, and and the world could very easily turn that around to consider us to be terrorists because we believe in the word of God, and I do believe that in um, the mind of Bill Gates and other elites that may not be totally human, may be Nephilim in nature, um, that we are um, we are a danger to society, and um, but he was talking about a virus that. Um, would destroy that part of the brain. Well, now that um, COVID-19 is going around, they're making a vaccine. Um, so I don't think COVID-19 is a virus that destroys that part of the brain, but I do think that um, they they created COVID-19 so that they could administer a vaccine that might do what Bill Gates was talking about when he was briefing the CIA. And you notice at the beginning that there was some people, or at least one man, in the CIA that was. Sort of bothered by it, <clears throat> by the idea, and um, and you notice they called it fundvax, F-U-N-D, vax, F-U-N-D. Uh, so it would be it would be um, actually vax would mean vaccination, so it would be a vaccination to um, to get rid of a supposed virus that um, is dangerous, but it actually would be a vaccination that would get rid of that part of the brain or change it. Now, does that mean that it's just fundamentalist Christians or does it mean that it could be patriotic Americans, too, or patriotic Brits or patriotic French people or patriotic Italians, so to speak? Um, You know, anybody that is a nationalist and believes that their country, um, you know, comes first, you know, God and country, the whole God and country thing. Um, That's that remains to be seen. But uh, Bill Gates has been involved in this for a long, long time. And he's got a lot of money to throw into it. Okay. Um, so anyway, I, I, I don't know. If there was, if there was a way to get around Microsoft and, and get around it easily so that people like me could use it, I'd do it in a heartbeat. But, um, there are just so many things that are tied to Microsoft that, that are necessary. Uh, to use in order to get the message out that uh, until that day comes we're stuck with uh, buying Microsoft and uh, and giving the money to Bill Gates who will use it against us. It's a double-edged sword um, no matter what we look at it. So okay, so that was Bill Gates. Um, so we know that Bill Gates and and he you know, we know he's in league with um, with the elites. Um, There was a picture somewhere of Bill Gates with um, with a lot of the elites. And I can't remember where I put that picture. I could describe who was in that picture, but it's it would take me more time than we than we can afford in this radio show right now. So anyway, um, the next uh, audio that I'm going to play is of a woman who actually acquired a box that the vaccine came in. I'm thinking she's probably a nurse or something, um, or maybe an administrator at a hospital or whatever. And, um, for her sake, I hope that we never find out who she is so that she can keep her job and remain lucrative until, um, that day comes when none of us will be um, accepted anymore because we won't take the vaccine. Um, anyway, um, we don't know who she is and that's a good thing, but, um, so um uh, so she's gonna describe or or read part of the box and then she's gonna break down some of the words that are in the on the box and um it's kind of disturbing what you're gonna hear okay and it's kind of ha- gonna help you understand why abortion is such a critical is so critical to um the scientific world because uh, aborted babies are used to for this research and um uh, it's just a shame that um, our children are being ripped out of their mother's belly so that they can be used as lab experiments to recreate something that's going to ultimately destroy um, people in general. And there is some talk that this vaccine also makes women sterile. Okay. And if it wakes women sterile, then that's, well, all you got to do is wait two or three generations and then, you know, you're going to have your wish that, uh, or Bill Gates will have his wish, that the uh, the population will be reduced uh, to significant numbers. So anyway, uh, let's listen to this, and then uh, and we'll go from there.
3: Okay, we're live on We Are Vax. we live on. Vax to Vax. Instagram. Right, people, we have a bit of information. I want you to listen, hear this incredibly well. This is a fact. I want you to share this everywhere. I want you to screen grab it. I want you to copy it. Whatever it takes, because they will take this down. This is fact. Share to all of your Bible groups or anybody else that uh, doesn't want aborted fetal tissue fragments put into them or their DNA changed. This is a fact. This is the in, this is the packaging of the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Right in front of you. I want you to look at this, okay? We to look at it in lists, ingredients. That blah, blah. I'm not interested in that right now. I want you to home in on this here. This is the COVID-19 vaccine. Claire's just going to pull this up for you. This number, okay? It's called CHAD. Whatever that is, zero or whatever it is, times one, okay? This is the CHAD zero times one. Um, the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so Claire, go to the next one. Wait one second, guys. Okay, so then you're going to go and go to researchsquare.com. It's really important, people. The reason we're doing these videos is because I want you to learn to do your own research. Don't rely on us or anybody else. Do it yourself. So we look up this Chad zero times one COVID-19. And the first thing, before we go to what I bring there, is I, I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh, what's recombinant? What does that even mean? So I asked the new and I asked them never. was like, gosh, don't know. So let's do, this is what you need to do. You need to Google every single word on here. Don't skip by it thinking, oh, that's science, don't understand. So Claire, let's look up this word on, on uh, Wikipedia and straight away, there you see it. Recombinant is DNA, our DNA molecules are DNA molecules formed by laboratory methods of genetic recombination, such as molecule cloning, to bring together genetic material from multiple sources, creating sequences that would not otherwise be found in the genome. Okay, you do that research yourself. But my point is, again, it's right in front of your face. that this stuff is in this vaccine. So they can call us crazies and 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 terrible hosts that, that spread terrible fear-mongering things. They're putting it right in front of your face. Okay, go back to that uh, thing again? So what we're asking you to do is do your own research. Okay, we've started it off for you. So back to this number. That means that that AstraZeneca package I just showed you, this is their vaccine. And as they go down again, we use direct RNA sequencing to analyse transcript expression from the CHAD, let's call it the CHAD vaccine, genome in human MRC5. So you think to yourself, oh, let's get past that, little bit complicated, must be a bit scientific. No, look it up. And what do we find, Claire, when we look that up? MRC5 is originally developed from research deriving lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus. There you have it, Peaks. This COVID-19 vaccine that everybody is saying is going to save the world has a truckload of shit in it. But one thing it definitely has is the lung tissue of a 14-week-old aborted Caucasian male fetus.
2: That's been replicated over and over and over again for a long time.
3: So, you send this to every single Christian-loving pro-life person. Forget the vaccine issue. Is everybody okay with having that injected into themselves or their children? It's utterly disgusting. So you share this. And I'm just going to leave one more. So you're going to see one more thing before we go. This. This is what they want. I put this on on our social media. You can go and look at it. They're urgently seeking an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions. They know that this vaccine is going to hurt people kill people so badly people it's in front of your face do your research you uh, rather than sharing this try and grab it and, and make your own video of this uh, as in i don't i don't know how you do it. i'm not technical because they will take this down all right we love you peeps you're absolutely immensely loved pray big pray this out okay share
0: The rest of that is a um, actually uh Alex Jones um, uh commercial, so to speak, for lack of better words. And um, while I do kind of respect Alex Jones, I'm not a big Alex Jones fan. And um, I don't it's not pertinent to what we're doing anyway. So you see that they're using lung tissue from a fourteen month old fetus that was aborted out of its mother's womb. And, um, I don't know if what, what's critical or crucial about 14 month old fetuses, whether they all have to be 14 months old or, or if that's just, um, you know, what they were printing in that packaging insert or on the box or, or I'm sorry, uh, in the, um, literature that she was reading. Um, now you know why abortion is so important to, not because of women's rights so much, although they'll make it into that issue. Uh, my body, my rights. Well, should have thought about that before you, uh, anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Um, but, uh, so, that's why abortion is so important is because they, they're going to actually use, um, little babies to kill everybody else. Um, uh, you know, more fetuses, which are babies, you know. The minute that that conception happens and there's 46 chromosomes, um, even if there's only two cells or one cell, that's that's the uh, future human being. And uh, I don't care what you want to call it. I had one lady one time, she called it a viable tissue mass. And I said, okay. I said, you're one too. <clears throat> she goes, what do you mean? And I says, okay, here's what we'll do. I says, uh, <clears throat> I'll get us a couple plane tickets. I says, I'll fly you up to the Arctic somewhere, somewhere above the Arctic Circle. You'll remove all your clothing. You'll walk out of the airplane, and when the plane will fly off. And because you have nothing to protect you from the cold, nothing to protect you from that bitter wind that blows, um, and nothing... To protect your your skin, I said you are basically an unviable tissue mass. Unviable means not not able to live. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, pardon me. Um, that's what unviable means. So you know everybody's unviable in certain conditions. Okay. Um, you you fall off a ship in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Yeah, you might be viable, or you might be able to live for a little while, but pretty soon, you know, you're you become unviable, and um, if the sharks don't get you, you'll drown. Um, then you will be, you know, uh, you'll, you'll be dead, non-viable. So, <clears throat> to call the um uh, a fetus and a non-viable tissue mass is uh, that that should be a criminal phrase i'm sorry but it should be and uh anyway so you know so she talked about that she talked about um the fact that uh that they're looking to make um they're using artificial intelligence to make up some kind of software that'll be able to predict how many people are going to die or be seriously made ill from this vaccine well, if that's the case, then you know. And did you know you can't sue somebody for um, getting sick from a vaccine? That that law went into effect probably about ten years ago. Um, yeah, you can't can't sue a vaccine maker if you develop some kind of disability from the vaccine. So they got you over a barrel. Um, they can make anything they want to. They could they could uh, make spice pumpkin latte and say that it's you know, a vaccine pumping into your arm—if um, it's sterile, that is—and uh, and claim that it's a vaccine. So, anyway, um, we got to get away from this mode of thinking that science is out for our best interest. It used to be a while back, but not anymore. They've used their their successes to bolster themselves to to make it think that anything that they do now is for our own good, and it's not. It really, really isn't. Science is wicked and evil. Um, for the most part, anyway. Um, you know, we did a a show not too long ago on CERN and what the real purpose of CERN might be. And it's not a good thing. Um, unless, unless you're looking forward to the gates of hell being opened and um, all the fallen angels and demons coming out. Yeah, that's, then that's a wonderful thing. But, um. If you're a normal human being, then it's not. Um, speaking of that, uh, I mean, she mentioned somewhere in it in there that um, something about normal human beings. Um, it's not normal what they're doing. It's not natural. It's it's manipulating um, what God has put together. And actually, it's 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 the actions of people that of humanists that. Um, believe that they're their own gods, okay? Um, And it's going to lead to nothing but bad for them, unfortunately. They can't see it right now, or nor will they accept the fact that that's the case, but um, you watch and see, they're someday going to be thrown into a fire of uh, brimstone, and, um, well, like a fire of brimstone, and... uh, and it's not going to be pretty for them. It really isn't. Um, so let's go to this next one, and it's uh, Dr. Carrie Medage. And I've said it three different ways, and hopefully one of them's right. Her last name, and um, she's going to talk about this um, this vaccine and um, how it could turn you into a chimera or a um, um, a human hybrid or uh, not fully human an individual, and I don't know about you, but I like being a human, um, and I don't want that, I don't want my DNA messed with, and I will not allow my DNA to be messed with. So uh, if I have to live in a ditch somewhere and uh, die in abject poverty because I won't go along with their program, then so be it. And uh, that might be a prophecy that's fulfilled pretty soon. So anyway, let's listen to Dr. Carey and see what she has to say.
2: So first of all, some information to digest. Each of us has enough DNA in our bodies that could stretch up to 10 billion miles when uncoiled. That's about 35,000 terabytes of data, which is about 35 million uh, hours of high definition video. So what information would this hold? Uh, The blueprint for life, how to create it, how your body functions, how it grows, how it reproduces our thoughts and memories, just to begin with some of those. Uh, also important to know that DNA is similar to a computer code or a binary code. You can translocate, meaning you take one uh, part of the genome and put it into another area and you know flip-flop them. Or you can take another synthetic or from another organism, a genome, in, and cut out part of the genome of the human and insert that other genome in there. Um, When you're doing this, you are rewriting your genetic code, you are writing your software program. And how much change of that code would it take to then be considered not human? And is that ethical and legal, whether or not we know what's going on, okay? And then what if our DNA, our genome is modified and thus can be patented and owned? This is not a sci-fi movie or a future event, this is right now, today. This is called recombinant DNA and recombinant RNA technology. And this is what is proposed for COVID-19 vaccine. The coronavirus COVID-19 vaccines are designed to make us into genetically modified organisms. That is the same lingo and terminology used for Monsanto seeds. I will add that this type of DNA vaccine has never been used on humans before. Let me repeat that. Please understand, this has never, ever been used on humans before. Never. They are now proposing to take something we've never used and to inject it into everyone. Vaccine trials are being fast-tracked at a level, at a rate that I have never seen in my life, nor did I ever expect to see this. They are skipping over the animal trials, going directly to human trials. They are not using good scientific methodology at all. They have no randomized placebo-controlled trials for any vaccine, which is the gold standard for any therapy to be approved by the FDA. They're not following any sound scientific protocol to make sure this is safe for us, to make sure it would work for us, to know anything about it, and they want to inject it into everybody. They don't have to have the proof. The recombinant RNA, recombinant DNA technology will cause permanent and unknown genetic changes in a person's body. Permanent. Once their DNA is changed, he or she will live with that change for the rest of their lives. And also the ripple effects from that genetic change. Who knows what they could be for the rest of his or her life? There's no going back. It's not like, oh, I got that vaccine. It didn't work. You know, I won't do it again. No, it's do or die with this. I I don't know and I don't think they, whoever's trying to market this, really knows the ultimate outcome. It doesn't sound good. Essentially this creates a new species and perhaps destroys an old one, us. Us as humans that we know. It's also introducing nanotechnology and its robotic effects into the body. This is all suggesting the ability to use this vaccine and its ancillary products, things I mentioned just now, and then said, some of the names are like ID2020, etc., to hook up, to hook us all up to an artificial intelligence interface. This is not a one-way street; this is a two-way street. So, I know it's a lot of information to digest, and scares me. It has scared me for our years. I've been to scientific meetings where they've talked about this. I've been to business meetings where they talk about this. This is real. It's yeah. not fantasy. I've studied this since I was in my early 20s. And uh, it's real. And uh, we have to speak up now.
0: Folks, she actually started crying when she was talking about it. That's how how real this is, and that's how worrisome it is. You have a doctor that's versed in RNA and DNA and all kinds of genetic research, breaking down and crying because she knows that this is going to change human humankind, um, or anybody who takes it, that is, forever. And I don't know. I don't know if you're a believer in Yeshua and you take this, you know, it's I question if you're going to find it difficult to refuse the mark of the beast when it actually comes out, whatever it really is. You know, I mean, if if you're going to believe that this thing is real, this this vaccine is real and that it's meant for your good. Then when some guy comes up someday and says, well, you know what, I've got a way to alter you so that you will believe that you will never die and that you'll become a god. Because that's the lie that Satan has always tried to convince mankind of that you will surely not die and that when you eat, well, in the case of the, the fruit of the tree, when you eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God. Those are his two fake promises. And um, if they can easily convince you to take this vaccine, then um, I question whether you'll fight when it comes to having the mark of the beast. Um, I think that the uh, especially the American public and those in the West, and I will include Western Europe into this, I think we've had it too easy all these years. We've had everything given to us basically on a silver spoon. Even those of us that were not born with a silver spoon in our mouth have had it a lot easier than people that were born in parts of Asia and Africa and and South America who have had to fight and scrape their every day just to survive. And um, that we have life expectancies that go into the 70s and 80s where a lot of the world people still die at 40. Um, so I, um, I don't know what else to say. I really don't. This thing is bad and it it's really, really bad and you need to resist it all that you can. It may mean that you have to lose your job. It may mean that, I don't know. I just don't know. I just, uh, I know that God, our, our God, Yahweh will provide for his people When this when this comes, I um, you notice how she said that um, the last speaker said that um, that people that take this will be genetically modified, just like the seeds that um, that are out there these days. And um, I don't know if you know about genetically modified seeds, but they can't reproduce. If you get a GMO food that had a seed in it, you go to plant it in the ground, you're not going to get anything out of it. So maybe the fact that uh, or the the rumor that's going around that this thing makes women sterile is true. Maybe it's true. Maybe it kills all the eggs, I don't know, in the ovaries. It's um but it's 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 a sad state of affairs, folks, and it's something that we need to resist. Um, this COVID thing, I don't know if it's truly a virus. I've got my doubts about that. Um, if it could be fought successfully with uh, hydrochloroquine, which is an antiplasminid, and it could be fought uh, in combination with um, azithromycin, which is an antibacterial, both things do not fight viruses. Okay, you can't take an antibiotic for a virus infection. It doesn't work. Um Only antivirals work with viruses and antivirals do not work with bacteria. And it's not a, you know, one cure fits all. There's different um, different compounds, different drugs that work for different things, you know, and um, it's 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 kind of freaky that um, that those two in combination work to fight uh, COVID-19 and they're calling it a virus. And, uh, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's a cocktail of, of different things. Probably, um, something that's similar to malaria and something that's similar to a uh, bacterial infection. They've managed to put them both together and that's what does the harm. And, um, I don't know because uh when people have malaria for instance which is what an antiplasmid fights um, it uh, the malaria actually enters into the blood cells and changes the blood cells causing them to explode and that's what causes all the pain when people have malaria uh the blood cells are affected and um and they're destroyed um And then they're telling us that with COVID people get blood clots. Well, what would cause a blood clot better than a whole bunch of destroyed red blood cells, right? Uh, And it's always in the extremities too, or in the lungs where the veins and or arteries or capillaries are very small. Okay. Um, So first of all, we're being lied to about what COVID really is. And then we're being offered a vaccine to fight COVID, which is probably a death sentence or a, um, Chimera maker, Chimera maker. Um, I like my humanity. I'm not giving up my humanity. And I pray that none of you will either. Um, she talked about DNA being a code and I don't know much about, um, computer code. I mean, I can call it up in a, in a word processor and look at it, but the way it operates and stuff, I don't know. But, um, I'll tell you a little story that happened one time. I've got a dog that's a little upset that she's in a cage right now, so I'm not going to be on much longer, I don't think. But anyway, um, this boss um, he had promised us that if we worked hard that uh, when it came to his his profit sharing with the company that he would give us a third of it, and it was his share was upwards of a million dollars. so we worked our rear ends off thinking that we'd get a third of it and split it amongst ourselves. Well, you know, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But I was younger then and didn't and uh, and thought this was a man was reputable. Um, you know, but uh, even snakes can charm people like uh, like the uh, the cobra does its little dance to uh, to charm its uh, its victim. And uh, hold on a sec. And, uh, so we believed it. And like I said, we worked our rear ends off. And uh, while we worked our rear, rear ends off, he sat in his office and played uh, solitaire and, and other uh, games on his computer. Well, that kind of bothered me. <laughs> it really did. Well, this guy had a habit for missing work a lot, um, for a variety of different reasons. And, um, so one day I went into his office because his door was always unlocked and I called up each game in a word processor and erased about a paragraph's worth of uh, words or characters and then saved it. And he came back to work one day and said, hey, none of my games are working. And I said, well, we had a power surge here uh, last week and, you know, maybe it corrupted the games or something. I don't know. Um, and he bought that. It's like, oh, good, that was easy. <laughs> so we won't have that problem anymore. Well, then the guy had the tenacity to uh, come out and right where we were working and get on a computer and play games there. And I think that ticked other people off, too. But um, anyway, that wasn't my concern. But And I says, man, this guy's really got a lot of gall doing this. And so, again, he missed a day or two of work. And I got in there and did the same thing to the games on that computer. <laughs> it was funny because he walked up to me and he says, I think the company's on to me because the games won't work on that machine either. And I says, well, you know, they're they're into doing that. Some of these companies, you know, they they want you to work. And if you don't work, they're going to take away the things that are distracting you from working. Well, they came back a few about a month later and told us that, you know, he he didn't make the quota. We didn't make the quota that the company expected and that he wasn't getting his raise or his, his bonus. Well, about a month later, you know, we realized this guy's driving around in a new truck. He's got new furniture in his house and the whole nine yards. So, um, you know, he did get some kind of remuneration for, uh, the work, the hard work that we did. And we did believe we thought about suing him and stuff, but we're told that, you know, we probably wouldn't get anything out of it. So we didn't pursue it. But anyway, getting back to the code, it can be corrupted and it doesn't take much to corrupt it. So anyway, uh, if you take nothing else away from this, um, little radio show today, take, take from it that this vaccine, no matter who makes it, whether it's AstraZeneca, like they said, or if it's Pfizer or if it's, uh, Moderna or wherever these, these people are using, um, mRNA and MDNA to make these, they're, they're recombinant um, vaccines. So they're using this basically the same methods. And um, if you take it, you're at peril. Okay. Um, if you can find a way around it, do it. I would highly advise you do it if you can find a way around it. And um, that might mean leaving your job and going to work for a boss that doesn't require it. Um, which would probably be far and few between. Or, um, or doing something else. And, um, anyway, um, think about those things, okay? And, and do your own research, like the lady said. Um, if you can lay your hands on package inserts, get them. They should start publishing them now online. So they're, they may be coming out really soon, what's actually in these things and how they're made. And, um, and, uh, and spread the word to everybody. Okay. That, um, yeah, take it if you don't want to be a human anymore. If you want to be something that they made you into, um, or don't take it if you want to uh, retain your humanity and, um, we'll see where it goes. Hopefully Trump will get back into office and, uh, he said that he's not going to force anybody to take it. So um, I'm sure there'll be legal battles about this and everything else. Uh, you'll probably be seen as a nonconformist, um, that you're putting other people's lives in danger, just like regular vaccines. You know, and it's my my argument is that, well, if you got the vaccine and you're immune to it, then what are you worried about me not taking the vaccine for? If the vaccine really works, then you should, you have no worries whatsoever. So and they really can't argue with that. So, um, anyway, I'll, I'll end in my short discourse and, um, and, uh, the proof that I presented here today. And, um, and hopefully, um, you and I and everybody else will make some wise choices when it comes to this matter. Um, if you're in healthcare like I am, uh, we're going to be the first ones expected to take it. So, um, my advice would be is to get a note from the doctor saying that it'd be okay to take it if, if it is a safe and viable vaccine. If you start hearing about people dying from it and, and keep up on that too. a uh, dying from it or getting sicker from it. They were talking about the, the there's one vaccine where you need to take two doses. They said that for the first dose, you're going to actually feel like you have the disease. Um, or not disease, the infection. Um and he said the second time that, that you take it, the second dose, you'll feel even worse. So, you know, it's like, OK, just like the flu, you're going to get me sick so I don't get sick. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and and we don't know if this is going to cover that. Just like the flu vaccine doesn't necessarily cover the strain. And uh, by now, um COVID nineteen has had a chance to develop into probably five or six different strains. So is the vaccine gonna work for all strains? Convince me of that. You know, and uh and then we'll go from there. But um anyway, um until we meet up Monday and don't forget Monday uh Jim is gonna be on this show. He's gonna we have our um Actually, I think the 11th of this month was our 20th an- or 10th anniversary for uh, Pose in the Matrix. So we'll, ha- we'll be having a uh, 20th anniversary, not really a celebration, but Jim will be on. And, and rightfully so, because he's he's been around since the beginning. So um, he'll be on for a one-time uh, airing. And um, I don't know what he wants to talk about, but... Um, I'll come right out and say it now that uh, just like there's a disclaimer on many things, uh, the views of some of our guests are not necessarily the views of some of the people on Opposing the Matrix. OK, and um, now that that's out there, I feel covered. <laughs> but um anyway, if there's more news on the vaccines, we'll we'll gather more information and be on again to talk about it. But um this is all we have for right now. So um, just uh, go with Yahweh and uh, and uh, be blessed. And I hope that um, things will resolve to where we don't need to take this garbage into our bodies. Um, and pray that uh, the only way it's going to happen is if Trump gets back in office, because if old pee pads gets in there, uh, for sure we're going to be forced to take it. And it won't be a long time he'll be in anyway because she'll knock him off or for some reason he'll be leaving office and then we'll be having Kamala Harris as a president. God help us if that happens. If she does to this country what she did to California, um, like Job said, I I uh, cursed the day I was born. (laughs) So anyway, uh, that in mind, um, be praying for President Trump that he gets back in that justice prevails and that, um, that, uh, the rule of law will, uh, will apply and, um, and that those who have, um, traitorously, um, thrown this election to Biden will be caught and, um, and prosecuted to the highest extent of the law. And that's treason and a penalty for treason is death. So anyway, um, have a blessed day. And, um, uh, We'll talk to you on Monday. Good night, y'all.